Welcome to Healing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Going through something? You're going through trials, tribulations? That's something that's not taught today. You're supposed to be blessed, increased with goods. You go to church and God just multiplies blessings to you to the point you just can't receive them all. It's that many blessings. All you do is give. Give God a dollar, he'll give you back ten. Give him a hundred, he'll give you back a thousand. And that is, in the ministry of giving and receiving, is that is an abundance of grace there also, in that law of giving and receiving. There's a law there, true. But what we fail many times to realize is 3 John 2, God wishes above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. Now that soul's got to prosper. Now in the soul realm, that's a mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. In the physical realm, that's a body of flesh and blood. But then in the spiritual realm, the human spirit of man, we have conscience, communion, and intuition. Intuition are things that we know without the intellectual knowledge and understanding of it. It's given to us. For example, in the intuition. A person is born and in five or six years old, they have great mechanical ability or great musicians and they just have the gift. And others have to strive to even get two parts to two and two to equal four in, in their mechanical ability. Well, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. But that's in the intuition, things that you know that you did not intellectually receive by the knowledge in the soul realm. That's intuition. Faith is hell in the intuition. It's not hell in the soul realm. Many think that it's in the soul realm, mind, will, emotions, imagination, intellect, and that you believe with the heart, that's your soul. But that's not the soul. It's not your volition. It's not your will. It's not a him that willeth or him that runneth, but God that showeth mercy. And that grace reigns through righteousness, and that righteousness is not of the law. It's not our own righteousness, which is as filthy rags before the Lord. It's the righteousness of God by faith. And that faith, we have it imputed to us. There, that righteousness of God imputed to us by faith. And that requires us to diligently seek the Lord our God, seeking our Lord with our whole heart. And when we do that, we have a mind that comes out of this world, sanctification. And we are called to be saints. That is, sanctified, holy, both spirit, soul, and body. Sanctify yourselves, holy, both spirit, soul, and body, there through the Holy Ghost. So our salvation is not just with a mental consent or assent that Jesus is the Son of God. We just say it with our mouth and think, well, there's my intellectual uh, reasoning. Jesus is the Son of God. Are we saved? No. you got to believe with your heart. That's in the spirit of man. Now the question is how do you believe with your human spirit? That's not your mind, your will. 
It is in the spirit of man. The human spirit has to believe. And that is not by anything that we do of our own righteousness or of our own uh, uh, speaking in the soul realm of our will or or volition. It's through obedience unto the leading of the Holy Ghost by him, through him, and in him alone, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, many say they are Jews and are not. We see that in Smyrna and also Philadelphia in the churches, seven churches of Asia in the book of the Revelation. Why do they say they're Jews? They believe they are, but they're not. Jesus said, Smyrna, they are the synagogue of Satan. Well, they believe with their mind, but that's not the quest for life. It's not the believing with the mind. It's not just saying in your uh, your mind or your will or your emotions and your intellect, Jesus is the Son of God. I accept him as my Savior. Nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. To believe with the human spirit is that quest for life, and it has to be circumcised, that body of the sins of the flesh cut off, circumcised. And you can't do that by just stating Jesus coming to my heart or saying the sinner's prayer. Now, godly sorrow worketh repentance. That's true. But that is not salvation in and of itself. You see that in Acts, the 19th chapter. Paul came upon certain brethren. And he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? They were believers. They had believed with their mind, with their intellect, just exactly what Apollos, the silver-tongued orator of Alexandria, had told them. And he baptized them with John the Baptist's baptism, a baptism of water of repentance. Well, were they saved? Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. We see that in the book of Romans. If the Spirit dwells in you, which also dwelled or housed in Christ Jesus, it shall quicken or make alive your mortal body. Well, without that Spirit of God, without that Christ in you, without that indwelling and being filled with the Holy Ghost, there is no salvation. That's present truth. That's the Spirit of truth that leads us and guides us, not ourselves, but through him, by him, and in him alone. Well, the question now is, how do you believe with the heart? With the mouth, confession is made, but with the heart, man believeth. That believe is pasteo. It is stated, a state of being. And that requires us. And by obedience, obeying the Holy Ghost, to simply not ask Jesus to come into our heart, not say the sinner's prayer. Godly sorrow, work of repentance unto salvation, not to be repented of. But then what do we do? If repentance is not salvation, that means that 90% of the denominal church world has propagated a lie. It's told us things that are simply not true. It's a half-truth. It's something you must do in order to get you unto salvation. But it's not salvation. And they say it is. But it's not. So what do we do? We preach the truth of the Word of God and let the Word of God stand as it truly is, 
that they're Anuptis, God-breathed word of God. Had to be born again of the water and the spirit, and that takes a circumcision of the heart, and that's in the human spirit of man. It's not in the human intellect. It's not just saying the sinner's prayer or asking Jesus to come into your heart, and that's where so many will find that they will not have access to the kingdom of heaven. They will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, thinking that they are Jews and are not, that they are saved in the spiritual church of the living God, the ecclesia, the called out ones, and will not have access to the kingdom of heaven. What a day. Catastrophic ending. Not being able to enter the kingdom of heaven when the Lord bids you to come and you cannot enter because you have not on a wedding garment. Your wedding garment is those that have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There's your wedding garment. You have to believe with your heart, and that's in the human spirit. Now, the question is, what does the Word of God say? How are you to believe with thine heart? And that requires simply becoming a Jew, a spiritual Jew. Now, Paul states that in Romans 2, verse 28 and 29. Very simple. He is not a Jew. That is one outwardly in that circumcision of the flesh. Circumcision availeth nothing, but only faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But he is a Jew. But who is this Jew? He is a Jew that is one inwardly. Now, that's the the outward man perishing, the inward man, the Christ in you. And that inward man, that he is a Jew that is one inwardly with that circumcision of the heart. Well, that's not in the soul realm. That's not the mind, will, or emotion, imagination, or the intellect saying, Jesus, come into my heart, or even saying the sinner's prayer. Jesus, forgive me. I am a sinner and I want to be saved, forgive me of my sins, and now I'm born again. No, that's a lie. And uh, that's what happened in Acts, the 19th chapter. Paul saw those certain brethren that had believed and said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? You can't be saved without receiving the Holy Ghost. It's impossible. Any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Well, he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? You believe with an intellectual consent that Jesus is the Son of God. You were baptized with the water of repentance. You thought repentance was it. He said, under then what were you baptized? If baptism has nothing to do with it, why is Paul referring to and asking the question of, under then what were you baptized? Well, they said under John's baptism. We've been baptized with water under repentance. That's what Paul then states. John, that is John the Baptist, truly dead, baptized with water unto repentance. Don't stop there saying that they should look on him that would come after him. John had to decrease. Jesus increased. The plan of salvation is not in John in repentance. It's in being born again in Jesus Christ of the water and the Spirit, His Spirit. 
Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Christ in us. And that born of the waters, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, which the church world says, oh, you don't need to do that. You're not saved by water. That's one of the biggest lies that will carry more souls to hell than just about any doctrine of the devil there is out there. Why? Paul states there in Acts the 19th chapter to these fundamentalists, they have repented with the water of baptism unto repentance. So they hadn't received the Holy Ghost. Matter of fact, they said, we don't even know what you're talking about. We never heard anything about this Holy Ghost. Then Paul states, under then what were you baptized? Because you've got to be born of the water. As you see in Acts 2, 38, 4, 12, Acts 8, 16, Acts 10, Acts 19, Acts 22, Paul himself baptized, calling upon the name of the Lord, washing away his sins, calling upon the name of the Lord, being baptized. Paul was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone in the Ecclesia of the Church of the Living God in the book of Acts were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, under then what were you baptized? That was a question he asked them. They said under John's baptism. He came preaching. We believed it. And we were baptized with John the Baptist's baptism. Under John's baptism. Then Paul stated, John truly did baptize with water under repentance, saying that should look on him that would come after him. Then he preached to them Jesus Christ, not John the Baptist. He preached Jesus Christ. That's the death, burial, and resurrection and coming into not only justification by faith, but glorification in that last day resurrection. Our vile body being fashioned like in his glorious body, whereby he's able to subdue all things unto himself. Well, what did they do? They'd say, oh, no, we're saved, sanctified. Don't We don't want to be baptized, Paul. So uh, thank you very much. We're going to stay in the church and denomination that we're in. No. Paul then preached to them Jesus Christ, and they were baptized. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. Actually, 38, there's no other way. Why would you do that? Because in Romans 6, 1 through 6, in Colossians 2, 10 through 12, 1 Peter 3, it tells us, why it is essential for baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And he states that. And straightforward, Paul states there in Colossians 2, verse 12, it's by baptism. And putting away the filth of the flesh through that circumcision made without hands, through faith, it is faith, faith in the operation of God. That's a spiritual operation of God. It's a circumcision made without hands. It's a circumcision of Christ. Circumcised, circumcised means to cut. Cut, what are you cutting? You're cutting off the body, the sins of the flesh. No one was ever baptized, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Never, not once. Because Father is not the name. The name of the Father is Jesus, John 17. Jesus is coming into Jerusalem on the coast of Palavanath. Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. 
Jesus said in John 17, I have manifested thy name, O Holy Father. I kept them through thine own name, your name. He manifested God's name, that name that he has received by an inheritance. That name is Jesus, the name of the Father. Well, now what is the name of the Son? No one will refute that. The name of the Son of God is Jesus, Jehovah's salvation. What's the name of the Holy Ghost? He sent all his sent the Holy Ghost to comfort in my name. It's the name of the Holy Ghost, Jesus. It's one of the same spirit. The Father is the same spirit as the Holy Ghost, the same spirit of God, same spirit as Christ. So, Peter, when they were asked on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what must we do? Repent and be baptized. Not just repentance. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. There's the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Why? For the remission of your sins. Nobody's preaching that. Very few understand that you have to have the spiritual circumcision of the heart, and that is only accomplished by baptism, Colossians 2.12. Romans 6, 1 through 4, No, you're not. There's many as were baptized. We're baptized into Christ's death. You didn't have to get on a cross and die. You went in a watery grave with him. The body that sins of the flesh destroyed by baptism. Through faith in the operation of God that raised him from the dead. Well, how did that happen? Well, when you call upon that name of Jesus, invoking that name, it is a spiritual circumcision of the heart in your human spirit, not in your mind, in your human spirit. Many that have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, when they come up out of the water, they feel that almost that they could fly, they float. Why? Because the body, the sins of the flesh, have been cut off. And they said, really? You can feel that? Of course you can. Because there is a weight of sin. And we lay aside the weight of that sin that easily doth beset us. So when you baptize in the name of Jesus Christ, that weight of the sin is destroyed by baptism. Calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, invoking that name. Nor the name of under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Acts 4.12, it's the blood name of God. It is the only revealed name of God. It's the redemption name of God is Jesus Christ. Not Father, not Son, not Holy Ghost. There's no name there. Well, whenever they heard that in Acts the 19th chapter, they didn't say, no, we're saved. No, we feel better because we repented, but they still have not had their sins remitted. So Paul then what were you baptized? You haven't received the Holy Ghost. You don't even know, haven't heard anything about the Holy Ghost, the Christ in you. Under them, what were you baptized? They said, under John's baptism. And that's what we need to hear today. Exactly what the apostle said. That is, Paul stated, John truly did baptize with the water of repentance, saying that they should look on him that come after him, Jesus Christ. Then he preached to them Jesus Christ, and they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. No one was baptized ever in the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, because the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. So they were baptized. And he laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost, spake with tongues, and prophesied. 
They're born of the water, the water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, and born of the Spirit, spake with other tongues, and prophesied. Every word you see in the Word of God, eight souls were saved by water, the like figure, Acts in the days of Noah, wherein eight souls were saved by water. Why? The like figure is a figure. The like figure, which baptism doth also now save us. That's what Peter said, 1 Peter 3. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, not just taking a bath, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. Why? Why conscience? Because conscience is not in the soul realm. It's not in the mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. Well, where is conscience? Conscience is in the human spirit of man. And that conscience, communion, and intuition make up that human spirit. There, that conscience is purged from dead works in the spirit of man, not in the intellect, not just saying Jesus come into my heart or saying the sinner's prayer. That is a gross, colossal lie. God's revealing this all over the world. And they're coming in. Not only that, in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, taking on uh, that wedding garment, taking on the name of Jesus, because uh, the whole family of God in heaven and earth is named that name, Jesus. They take on that name. You're bought with a price. You're not your own. And by doing that, then they become a new creature. How could it be a new creature? Because the body of the sins of the flesh are destroyed and there's no more. Death has no more dominion over them. Sin, right there, is destroyed. How is it destroyed? By baptism. Water baptism in the name of Jesus. Buried with him in baptism, Romans 6, 1 through 6. Colossians 10, Colossians 2, 10 through 12. And you're complete in him, have need of nothing else, in whom you're circumcised, that is, with a circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. The body of the sins of the flesh is not in a physical body and blood uh, of uh, uh, the body of there that you carry around a, a sack, a physical sack with sin. I know that sounds ludicrous. Or in the soul realm, your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect, you don't carry sin in your mind. It's in your human spirit. It has to be circumcised. It has to be cut off. And the only way, the biblical way to do that is not saying the sinner's prayer. It is not asking Jesus to come into your heart. That is a colossal, gross lie. There's only one way to do it. And that is baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Now they say, oh, that's works. No, it's not. It's through faith in the operation of God. Look at Colossians 2, 10 through 12. It'll tell you it's faith. Faith in the operation of God. What is that? It's a circumcision made without hands. It's a circumcision of Christ. It's God taking a spiritual scaffold. When you invoke that name of Jesus, go on down, bury with him at baptism. You come out of that watery grave, you're raised in the newness of life because the body, the sins of the flesh, right there in baptism, had been cut off. And you become a new creature. And you can feel that that body of the sins of the flesh is gone. We don't run off feelings. We run off of faith. But you can feel it. And therefore, those that have 
that mind to go on to serve the Lord in truth and all truth. Not only have they repented, but they're going on. They're not staying there. They're going on and going from newborn babies to little children, little children to young men, to young men, to fathers. They're growing up into Jesus and all things. But the primary lie that has been propagated through the denominal church world is that you simply repent and you're saved, which is a colossal lie. That's no me to see. Repent and be baptized, every one of us, in the name of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Why? For the remission of your sins. Having that spiritual circumcision of the heart, becoming a Jew, having this spiritual circumcision of the heart in the spirit, in the human spirit, your conscience purged from dead works, to serve the living God. There's no other way except invoking the name of Jesus Christ, buried with him in baptism, raised in the newness of life. I hope this has been uh, an encouragement. You that already have doesn't know that we must go on to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. But those that simply have gone into fundamental churches know there's more for you. All you have to do is obey. And on obedience, under righteousness, as we are told we must do, in Romans 6, Whosoever you yield your members of servants to obey him, the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, don't stop it, just simply repentance. Go on and believe God. Of obedience unto righteousness, yielding the peaceful fruits of holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Go on and be baptized. Somebody said, I was baptized by the Son of the Holy Ghost. I don't need that name, Jesus. Oh, yes, you do. That's the only blood name there is. The name of the Father is not Father. The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And those three offices and functions of that one spirit is Jesus. Be baptized in the name of everyone in the book of Acts. In the church age, everyone has been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That are true born again believers and are Jews. And they are not the synagogue of Satan. Let's don't be deceived. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Contact me, Sealing God's People, at DennisBeard.org. We'd love to work with you. You're a minister of the gospel. Join with us. We're reaching now Africa and India. More than a thousand ministers right now that pastors in Africa that come on board with us. They're believing this great truth of the Word of God. And there are the hundreds right now in India. Pakistan, New Zealand, Australia, cannot name them all. And in America... Most of our downloads are in America on the podcast. We need to hear from you. Let's work together. Let's come together in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man. God's calling it right now for us to do that, to be obedient unto righteousness, unto holiness. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard. We're praying right now for everyone that God will perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.